Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Sold and Closed. This week's episode is a really special one. I had the chance to sit down with one of my best friends in the entire world, Michael Sarno. I've known him for almost 20 years, and during those 20 years, Mike worked uh, as a designer for Ralph Lauren. He designed furniture, amongst other things. We talked about that. We also talked about his new company, Studio Morenzo, where he's offering design services to you. Uh, enjoy the episode. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Sarno. Mikey. Robbie. I'm so glad you're here. I'm more excited than you are. This is a very special episode and an opportunity for our listeners to hear about your expertise, which is design. Yes. And I know that you spent years working at Ralph Lauren. How many years were you at Ralph Lauren? 20 years exactly. 20 years. What were you doing there exactly? Because when I used to come visit you, you know, I, I didn't quite understand what you were doing. There was a lot of papers everywhere. There were sketches and... Markers. Markers. And, uh, what, what was going on at Ralph Lauren? Rolls of tape. Yeah. Um, it was an amazing experience in all, in all seriousness. Um, I was there right out of school and uh, I learned so much. They actually call it Polo University. Um, so I had a great experience there. I had some amazing uh, mentors and friends and um, some of which you know. Um, I had an amazing time. I did furniture design. I did a little bit of lighting. I did a little bit of tabletop in the beginning, um, but my main focus was furniture design and also worked on some showrooms, some interior design while I was there. Um, it was an amazing experience. So 20 years at Ralph Lauren, and now within the past year, you've started Studio Morenzo. I did. Tell me what's going on with Studio Morenzo. We are doing interiors. We're doing branding. We're doing furniture design. Um, we're going to get into some lighting design soon, and it's just really exciting. It's taking everything I've learned from 20 plus years at Ralph Lauren and um, just trying to bring that to the clients. Over the 17 years that we've been friends, I've seen a lot of your own personal design. I remember going to one of your first apartments on West 34th Street and it was a studio apartment and you had it just decked, decked out. It was always so decked out in such a way you had some, I don't know if you call it industrial... Industrial objects, objects. or objet d'art, um, but oh. yeah. <laughs> God bless you. I didn't know this was a multilingual <laughs> podcast. Um, yeah, I, I think, again, it was just being inspired by, by objects, by artwork, uh, sculpture, and pretty much all the things that you saw back in the day, which I still have a lot of, yeah. was, was, was inexpensive, you know? And that's, that's one, of my, one of the things I, I tell clients about when we go shopping for, for vintage pieces or antiques or, or uh, you know, just whatever decor they need. Um, we go to flea markets, we go to some cool vintage shops, and those things are not too expensive. Right. Um, so anyway, yeah, back in the day, I, I also, my, my trick with that cool apartment I'm talking about was it was smaller than this table. So right. you'd put up a couple things on the wall and it looks dense and cool. Yeah. Um, but anyway, thank you. Uh, no, and you, I, did the, you did the same thing when you moved to the east side. Yeah. And we, I, I remember going to your east side apartment. You did the same exact thing. Um, you took some pieces from the west side apartment and you integrated them into this new place. What I love the most was that you had a view directly of that of the east side, directly looking at the 59th Street Bridge. And you went and you got blueprint like sketches or what, what are they called and uh, of the Queensboro Bridge with obviously replicas right yeah yeah so I actually it was from a book I, I uh, somebody got me a book of the 59th Street Bridge there was a, a line drawing and it was a typical like black line on a white page so I had it copied and reversed it made a negative so it was a what became a white line on a black background which more looks looks more like a blueprint had it framed and I mean whatever I'm doing whether it's in, in my house or my apartment or in a client's, 
definitely trying to take some context, something from the area um, or something from somebody's heritage, just making it their own um, and trying to incorporate things that are in the area, the neighborhood, just to make it special and unique. I think you've got a great, great skill set. Thank you. And uh, I'm excited for you to grow Studio Marenzo. I appreciate that. What are some common things that you could say that, you know, whether it's somebody looking to sell their own place or a real estate agent looking to go in and sell a place and wants to improve on the on the first impression, right. if you will, what are some things that you can offer to, to those, to our listeners? Absolutely. Like a couple of quick things off the top of my head and totally free is... And this is a big one. This is the first thing I look at, okay, when I walk in a house, when I'm doing an interior or the staging I'm starting to do, is the, the layout of furniture, okay? Again, it's free. It's simple. I go in to most places, and within 15 minutes, I have a good idea, okay, that sofa, you really should put it on a different wall. Or I have a pet peeve about walking to the back of a sofa. So when you come in the entry or into the living room, I don't want to walk into the back of a sofa. Is that a pet peeve of yours or just a like a f- style no-no or something um maybe a mix of both right. i know that i actually learned that from from my days at ralph lauren setting up showrooms and and you know styling some interiors you know back in the day right is um is we don't want to walk into the back of a sofa okay right. it's a big object it like creates it's not inviting so again very simple I would come in, I would recommend moving some furniture around, creating an open flow, um, get the sofa against the wall, and um, you know have some club chairs, end table. I, th- again, the first thing I would do is just want to almost like color forms, just like play you know, with these parts and pieces and move them around to open up the space. Um, another thing you touched upon is, is objects. Um, you can go to some inexpensive stores these days and buy some beautiful vases and um, you know, just like you said, trinkets or whatever word you used. Um, and, and it'll immediately just kind of brighten up the room or brighten up the space. Right. Um, even paint. I mean, paint goes a long way. And I know that when people hear that, they maybe want to, they want to shy away from like painting a house or painting a room. I'm literally talking about like a wall. Especially apartments. You know, people rent an apartment. They're like, look, if I paint this place, then before I move out, I got to paint it again. And eh, who wants to get involved? But I mean, I'm not shy about using color. And I, I think that's a great way to create a vibrant space. So again, I would say, I would say, if there's all white walls in the in whether it's an apartment or a house, create a feature wall. Paint a wall like what's you know what's a great color? What's a good color to use? You know, it depends on it depends on that 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 customer or that you know clientele in the area. You know, is this is this Soho where we're gonna have like where, where people are you know maybe more open to using different colors or is this maybe a more traditional area or traditional home where you want some more subdued color so you got to know again your area your context who your clients are um, how are they going to respond to bright colors or should it be like an off-white or a gray but the point is I would create a feature wall put up some new artwork I mean I'm talking really inexpensive things here so in that regard you give advice you say you know you come in you say here's what you should do here here's what you should do here and as you know much like myself, I would take that advice and get excited about it and then get so busy that I don't execute on it or it becomes a little overwhelmed to execute on it. Do you offer, will you be offering the full execution? Like, here's the plan? Absolutely. You know, is it, is it a separate thing? Do you say, hey, here's my strategy, here's my plan, and if you want me to execute it, I could do that as well? That's absolutely the idea. Um, I think 
most of most of the clients would would probably I'd imagine just because of you know the the, the cost of, of certain things today is um, you know maybe try to keep it a little less expensive so I would imagine most people would do this you know like maybe a couple hour consultation but um, actually one recently that I did turned into a bigger project so nice. absolutely um, we would talk about we would talk about rates and fees and how long I think the project will take and and I would be I'd be honored and more than happy to work with work with uh, again whether it's a realtor or whether it's a family um, people selling buying what have you to to carry help them carry the vision through and that would be whatever's needed you know again taking taking a look at that tile and paint and lighting and you know appliances you know whatever whatever they're whatever they're needing Mike, I think there is going to be a lot of opportunity coming your way from our listeners. I know from my immediate sphere of influence, the agents that I work with, um, uh, our, my, my friends, our friends, right. um, now that they know that you're available for hire. Yeah. Um, how, can, how can people find you online? Um, well, I have, uh, which I'm quite excited about, and I'm kind of new to Instagram, but I have a, a really uh, a cool page that I've been working on over the last you know, couple months. It's studio.marenzo, M-A-R-E-N-Z-O. And um, my email, if people want to email me, is studio.marenzo at gmail.com. And uh, I'd encourage people to definitely reach out to me, and I would love to, to talk to them about what we could do. That's awesome. Look, thanks for coming on to the, the uh, podcast. Um, I'm looking forward to doing more of these and providing our audience with some more helpful tips on designing. And maybe we'll get out there and start doing some uh, some vlogs, some visual episodes, and we could see some before and afters and kind of see you in action. I think we, uh, we have an exciting 2020 ahead of us. I'm looking forward to it. Thanks for coming through, Mike. Thanks so much, Rob. All right, pal. Thank you, man. Got it.